Alright guys, welcome back to the Evolution of Evil podcast and today we're going to be talking about fear and namely terror and horror in Frankenstein as well as the rhyme of the ancient mariner. So I'm going to start us off with a quote from Frankenstein. It's a very simple quote. It was on a dreary night in November that I beheld the accomplishment of my toils. So right away this really just sets the horror scene, um, especially the use of the word dreary. Um, it really is good imagery for the reader, allowing them to really understand what's going on, what type of night it is, and how, you know, really the gravity of the situation. I think another important thing to point out before we really dive into it is that terror relies on the unknown and it's a suggestion of fear, whereas horror relies on the spectacle to create disgust and repulsion. And so if you look at horror, the most obvious form of horror in Frankenstein is the monster, who is very grotesque in his appearance and... So, wait, let me ask you guys, what do you guys think is like, like, like which, like if you're watching a movie or something, like what do you think is like more scary, like terror or horror? I would probably say horror because... I mean... It's probably more disgusting and grotesque and making you, and probably freaking out. Probably horror, because horror is more described as an intense feeling of fear, or said shock, well as, whereas terror is just like that, ex- the extremity of it, so horror hits like deeper. Alright, um, how do you think um, Victor dumping the monster's companion's parts in the ocean has to do with the horror theme of the story? I think... I don't know if it so much does like deals with the horror part, but I think it like kind of starts the terror part because if you think about it, for me at least, I thought that a majority of the terror in Frankenstein was Victor like constantly waiting for the monster to appear and seek his revenge for him dumping the second companion into the ocean because like he didn't know what was going to happen, so he was like, it was the unknown, and with that is terror. I'd agree with Joseph actually. I think it's more horror, more just more in the feeling of the monster because he was seeing that grotesque image of Victor chopping up his bride and throwing into the water. So I think Joseph made a really strong point. Do you think the terror, the terror that Victor had waiting for his monster to kill him and get his revenge from throwing away his companion led? I do. I mean, yeah, because. I feel like if he wasn't so scared of um, what the monster was going to do, like when the monster said, I'll see you on your wedding night, he was scared that he was going to kill him on his wedding night. So I don't think he like ultimately like enjoyed it. Like he was just so anxious and like scared the entire time. And then that ended up like he wasn't paying attention to what was happening to the people around him. He was more focused on like protecting himself and which then led to Elizabeth dying. And then that sent him into the spiral that ultimately led to him just following the monster everywhere and making sure that he could sort of get his revenge on. Do you think that Victor's fear for the monster getting his revenge was the catalyst for his wanting to kill the monster the entire story or do you think it was just for that one? I don't know so much the entire story he wanted to kill the monster I think he just didn't want anything to do with it but then definitely after the monster killed Elizabeth like I feel like that was like the 
the final breaking point for him because he had lost everyone that was that he loved that was dear to him so i think that's what really sent him on his journey just backtrack it for a second emma brought up the significance of the wedding night in frankenstein so did anybody else see the repetition of a wedding in rhyme of the ancient mariner oh yeah that's right yeah it, the mariner basically tells the story uh, at a wedding right he does yes a little bit ironic to where he's telling the story and like creating something from it whereas in Frankenstein it was the drastic opposite where the monster was destroying life and destroying something you mean like creating like he's telling a story or what exactly do you mean by creating something I don't know I just I felt like it was a creation like you said the creation of the story and I felt like it was a creation right. of a memory and like an experience whereas in Frankenstein yes the monster created an experience by killing Victor's wife but at the same point he was trying to destroy the memory of her and the destroying versus the creation of a memory contradicts each other right and, and I mean for sure I feel like the overall mood and tone that Frankenstein as a whole like creates is much more dark than the rhyme of the ancient manner because it feels like the rhyme of the ancient manner in the beginning it's almost um it seems very light-hearted i think that the rhyme of the ancient mariner focuses more on terror because throughout the poem um there's terror terror and the sublime because the men on the ship don't know like what nature is going to do to them for the ancient mariner killing the albatross so they're kind of like stranded there waiting for something to happen Whereas in Frankenstein, it's more horror because of the monster and all those aspects. All right. Another thing that I thought we should talk about is monstrosity in both of the texts. So did anyone like notice any monstrosity in Frankenstein? I also think that Victor was a monster in his own way because he isolated himself from humanity and also tried to create his monster out of spite in a sense. So he was dealing with his own demons and that caused him to create a monster that he wanted him to do. I agree. I feel like both, I feel like the monster is the obvious monstrosity, but Victor himself is also monstrosity because monstrosity is created by like the desire for revenge and isolation. And the monster himself, obviously he was isolated from Victor and from everyone else because of his appearances. And then he wanted to seek revenge for that. But then Victor, towards the end, he wanted to seek revenge on the monster and he isolated himself by going on the quest and like following the monster all across the world. It's a question. Could be an example of a monstrosity since it was the catalyst behind all of Victor's actions. I kind of see what Keegan is saying because ultimately, like, all the deaths in his family, you could say, kind of led him to want to create life and instead of seeing all the deaths that he had gone through. Yeah, I mean, not just the creation of life, but that that's the more obvious part of it. In the end, it kind of led to him wanting to destroy life and the destruction of the monster after the death of his father, after the death of William, his brother, and after the death of Elizabeth, his wife, it was kind of like he was climbing a mountain, hit the peak, and then like just fell off. And that was like where he stood. 
Do you guys think there's any um, like real examples of, of uh, monstrosity in Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner? For sure. I pulled a quote that said, and I had done a hellish thing, and it would work him well. For Oliver, I had killed the bird. So there he's pretty much saying that he had done something that was completely horrendous by killing the good omen, setting on the bad omens. And in a way, that acts as one of the prime examples of a monstrosity, just because it sets up the scene of monstrous events that are about to follow. I feel like in Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, the nature is the monstrosities because it was very, um, what's the word, revengeful, revengeful, and just like creating a lot of like havoc on the Ancient Mariner and his crew. So would you personify nature? Yeah. I mean, also throughout that poem, they added a lot of personification when they were describing elements that were relating to nature. Thanks for listening. See you next time.